Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the College Financial Aid and Career Navigation Podcast. Tom and Maria Geffers of Career and College Counselors, along with nationally recognized college financial aid expert Seth Green, teach two things. How to cut the cost of college tuition an average of $19,077 per child per year, and how to land your dream job after you graduate by choosing the right career and major. To get access to more information on how you can make the right choice, simply register at www.careercollegecounselors.com slash connect. To find out how to save an average of $19,077 per year per child on college tuition, go to www.howtofindmoneyforcollege.com. On the podcast, Tom, Maria, and Seth bring together leading experts in their fields who have experience in the college admission and career application process. They share their secrets so you can do it too. And now, here's your hosts, Tom, Maria, and Seth. Hi, everyone. Uh, This is Tom Geffers. I'm with Career and College Counselors. And next to me is my wife, Maria. Hi. Who is also in the company. And uh, what we do basically is help families uh, through the journey of uh, picking the right school, getting the right price, and getting the right major to make their life much more happier than it might uh, ordinarily be. Right. So today we are going to talk about some of the things that we've learned in the many, many, many interviews we've had for in our podcast. And we've spoken to many uh, experts and we just wanted to focus in on some of the key uh, things that people spoke, spoke about over and over. So it's worth repeating what the uh, things to do in, in the process. So, Marie, I want to start off with you with the academic side of this. Uh, what are some of the most important points that our listeners should be aware of when it comes to academics in the college journey? Well, the first thing as an educator, the first thing I always think of is an essay. You know, uh, everybody mm-hmm. hates doing essays and it is so pivotal now, Tom, mm-hmm. because of the confusion. We're coming out of the COVID pandemic, hopefully, and uh, things have been real mess. And some people, uh, essays are the way that schools are now differentiating between students. It's very, very important that you have a strong essay um, that tells a little bit about yourself. Make sure it's well constructed. And if you need to, always go back to an expert, whether it's your teacher, your English teacher, or someone who uh, who's writing you respect. I mean, we have we have a lot of uh, essay coaches that we work with, but essays are very, very important. It tells a little bit about who you are and why should they the colleges actually talk to you or have you part of the student body. So it's kind of like a selling point, if you will. The next thing that we need to talk about is the dreaded SAT, ACT test, which many uh, over this whole pandemic, people have been saying we're going test optional, we're going, uh, we're not including tests or we are including tests. SAT and ACT, for all you students out there, sorry to tell you, it is pivotal. 
they will use the SAT and ACT in their decisions to whether or not uh, they're going to accept you. Um, and as Tom is going to be talking about scholarship, merit, merit scholarships, very important. It is a must. Your merit scholarship money is attached to your SAT, ACT scores. So again, you must take it. It's just pivotal. And all our experts that we've spoken to have said it time and time again, you must take it. The next thing that is very near and dear to my heart is developing a portfolio. And what we mean by a portfolio, it's just not for art students anymore. Uh, it is for everybody. Again, you want to make sure that you are being at the top of the list. And what makes you special is your test scores, your essay, but also what you've done in the community. Very important. Again, Colleges are looking for uh, what are you bringing to them? What are, you know, it's it, again, they're very picky. I think, Tom, you were saying that uh, Harvard and uh, all the big Ivy Leagues, they're taking 3% admissions. Right. I mean, acceptance, which is crazy. So you have to sell yourself and how you sell yourself is putting together, making your whole application a nice uh, resume, letters of recommendation, essays, um, very important. And then, of course, when you're finished with all of that, knowing where you're going, and that is a career. What is the career that you're going to follow? Having the right career is important because this is going to actually lay out the journey, the path for you, uh, finishing up your high school years as well as your college, you need to be able to find the right career, the right niche for you. Right. So I would say those are like the four important things that you need to look at. And I know, Tom, you're a financial guy. So uh, why don't you talk about some of the financial mistakes that parents and that you have actually seen right. uh, happening? Before I get into that, I wanted to just uh, comment on something you said about uh, the test, the SAT tests and ACTs. You know, when they're looking at your uh, scores and your transcripts, it takes about 45 seconds <clears throat> for an admissions person to see your grade and to see your class standing, okay? And it, it's going to take another 45 seconds to look at your SAT scores. So what do they have to look at? What they're going to spend time on is your essay and how important that is. But to get into the more uh, some of the more financial things that we've spoken to to our experts, and again we've spoken to many of them over the last year for our podcast, is that um, many mistakes are made in the FAFSA. Okay, about seventy percent of the people who do the FAFSA form actually make some kind of a mistake on it, whether it's the bad information or they're putting information in there for them that should be in there for their student. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's, many times it's sent back. And then when they do that, you're in the back of the line, okay? And, and the key to, to doing the FAFSA early is that the schools give money out early. Mm -hmm. So you don't want your uh, FAFSA application going to the back of the line again, mm -hmm. okay? So you wanna make sure that it's done correctly and we can help uh, students with that. Uh, if, if need be. A lot of people don't like to work with applications. They procrastinate. It's like doing your taxes. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the number one thing is to uh, make sure you do it. And whether you think you make too much money or you're not making enough money, everybody has to do the FAFSA form because it will affect uh, even the parent plus loans. Right. If you take out those loans further down the line, they want to see what your FAFSA number was. Okay. 
very, very important. The other thing that we've, you know, we've learned from uh, talking to uh, experts is to make sure that you know that you can negotiate the tuition and financial aid that you get from schools. Okay, we just came through the, the through the months of you know, March and April, and that's when the colleges all send out their award letters, and they tell you that shocking number of what you are expected to pay. On May first, or at least you you know you save your seat on May first, and then you start making the payments in the summertime, you know for the actual tuition. So you want to be able to negotiate that number that they that they give you. And again, we help with that process uh, if you are one of our clients. But uh, all of the experts agree that you want to be in the position to at least do that. Okay, finding the best major. Maria touched on it with the yeah. uh, assessment test and the portfolios. But uh, one of the things that stuck in my mind early on in one of our uh, interviews is with the person who uh, <clears throat> interviewed or looked at thousands of resumes from major yeah. banks in New York City. And uh, his conclusion was that they do not look at what school you came from necessarily. They look at what your major was, okay? Mm -hmm. And how mm -hmm. important that major is to, is to working in a bank why you took that major, what you did to get good marks or what you mm -hmm. did for an intern and all that good stuff that goes along with your major. So important uh, subject here to talk about is spend some time uh, picking the right major for the right career. Don't right. worry about going to an Ivy League school uh, if it's not good for you. Right. It might not be a good fit. It might not be a good fit right. at all. So, you know, you want to make sure that you have a major that you can use in your career and that will not guarantee happiness, but will at least make right. it more likely that you will have some happiness in your career. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's not always the big name school that is is so important. Right. Okay. And um, the other subject, I guess, that we I'd like to touch on is how to save for college. <clears throat> Again, spoken to experts in the financial field. And many, many, many people start off with a 529 plan, okay, which is very common. You save money, it goes tax-free, and it must be used for education, okay? Uh, it sounds good, but in reality, it's not the best way to save right. for college. Okay? Right, right. Because uh, the 529 uh, plans, and if you accumulate a lot of money in those plans, that will go into your assets and when they do the FAFSA form, that's going to affect your uh, expected family contribution. The dreaded EFC that right. everyone hears about, but right. no one really knows how it exists. Right. So, you know, you, there are, are other ways to save for college. And uh, one of them is, is, is a, an IUL life insurance plan, an index plan. Uh, a lot of times people are afraid to talk about insurance, mm -hmm. but that is really the best way to save for college because, again, it's tax money that grows, uh, you know, in your, in your life insurance plan. And you can borrow that money uh, at 5% and it really doesn't have to be paid back. Great, okay? great. We all like that. <laughs> yeah. We all like so, that. So, you know, we've spoken to Lance Morgan on our podcast, who is an expert in that uh, concept. And... Um, you can certainly look at his his podcast, uh, uh, you know, later on and and see. Which it is, it is a little detailed. You have to have, yeah. It I can't explain it in five or ten minutes, but it is something that uh, 
you should definitely be looking at. Right. And we can help you with that as well. Is that correct, Tom? We have people and uh, that we can help you with. Do you have any other hints that we can, because I know it's a very stressful time for parents. They're worried about the money. And uh, do you have another hint that you can give us? Well, a small thing um, doesn't seem important, but it actually is. If you have a, a child in college and they're living away on campus, uh, it's probably the best thing to do is to give them a low uh, credit card, a low f- amount of money that they can spend each month, whether it's $300 or $500 that, that they can use for their expenses. Right, right. And make sure you pay that card off every month. It's, it should be in their name and the parent's name can be on it as well. But if you pay that off every month for their living expenses, for food and laundry and entertainment. that they Not too much have, entertainment. Not too much, but <laughs> we all know that they will spend a lot of money and, and it adds up uh, uh, quickly. Um, and then, you know, the importance of that is that they will come out after four years with a good credit rating. Right. Very and, important. And uh, more than likely, they are going to, you know, consolidate their loans. Uh, when they're out of college, and you want to make sure you get the best best interest rate when you do that. Absolutely. So it's something that you don't think about for four years or five years from now. Four years, hopefully, you don't want to be in school for five or six years. Right. And that's one of our, our concepts that we always talk about uh, with our clients. But again, the small thing to think about, but uh, it'll pay off big dividends in, in, when you get out of the school. Great, great. Very good. A great information. Um, closing, do we have a huge library on YouTube channel that talks uh, about careers, college, and financial aid? And they're all by experts that you would never have an opportunity to speak with. And it's there for you free. And, uh, you know, please utilize it. You can, the information will be at the bottom of our YouTube channel. So, Tom, if you want a less stress and less cost during college, uh, what can you do? Well, you can contact us. Great idea. You can call me by email, Maria at Career and College Counselors. And or you can call or text to the number 570 area, 460-4855. Great. So remember, we're from Career and College Counselors, Maria Geffers. I'm Tom Geffers. And we are your virtual counselors at your kitchen table. Have a great day and uh, look for us again. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.